What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe, download now the truth. Welcome to Politics by Faith, brought to you by Patriot Gold Group and the Public Square app. This week, we're going to talk about another small, simple topic, war. This will be easy. Do the best I can to present some things here to help us think a little clearer and help us all think through things properly. First, there will be a third world war. I was just talking with Frances Martel. She's the Breitbart.com world editor. She's wonderful. She doesn't think there'll be a world war in the next hundred years or so. She thinks there'll always be these little skirmishes all over the world like we have right now, where every place is just a mess. Like Africa's a mess. South America is a mess, right? The Middle East, right? Everything's just a mess. And the arms are flowing and people are fighting their little wars and that'll just be a thing forever. And there, there won't be a grand event that unites all the countries into allied and axis powers. Right? And I, th- I think that can go on for a long time. But I-, I still do believe that there will be a third world war. Last century, we had two of them. I don't see why this one should be any different that we won't have one. You know, World War I, they, they, first of all, they didn't call it World War I. They called it the, the Great War. They called it the War to End All Wars. The war to end all war. No way would we have a second one. And they had a second one 20 years later. Nine million soldiers dead in World War I. 15% of the combat troops. As many as 13 million civilians dead. And another 20 million wounded. So you're something that like 40 million people killed or wounded. And then that doesn't include livelihoods destroyed beyond that, families and businesses and all that. It's awful. And then 20 years later, an even bigger one popped off. And then we had World War II. And you'd think even after World War II, everyone would be like, all right, I said enough of this. And then we had the Korean War five years later. And then after the Korean War and just the horrors of the Korean War, uh, uh, Vietnam was two years after that. (laughs) So it just goes on and on. But we shouldn't be surprised. You look at the Bible, there was 
Read the Old Testament. It's all wars. Constant battles and wars. God told Saul to destroy all the Amalekites. All of them. Men, women, children, infants, animals. In Numbers 25, the title, the unofficial title of this chapter is called Moab Seduces Israel. It says, while Israel was staying in Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women who invited them to the sacrifices to their gods. The people ate the sacrificial meal and bowed down before these gods. So Israel yoked themselves to the Baal of Peor and the Lord's anger burned against them. The Lord said to Moses, take all the leaders of these people, kill them and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord so that the Lord's fierce anger may turn away from Israel. Now we'll jump to Numbers 31. God said to Moses, send into battle a thousand men from each of the tribes of Israel. So 12,000 men armed for battle. A thousand from each tribe were supplied from the clans of Israel. They fought against Midian as the Lord commanded Moses and killed every man. The Israelites captured the Midianite women and children and took all the Midianite herds, flocks, and goads, uh, goods as plunder. They burned all the towns where the Midianites had settled as well as their camps. They took all the plunder and spoils, including the animal, people and animals. Moses was angry with the officials of the army, the commanders of thousands, the commanders of hundreds who returned from the battle. Have you allowed all the women to live? He asked them. They were the ones who followed Balaam's advice and were the means of turning the Israelite away from the Lord in what happened to Peor so that a plague struck the Lord's people. Right? So God said, go kill all these people, men, women, children. And they went and they took the women back. And Moses is like, what are you doing? The women were the problem. The women were the one who seduced the Israelites. What are you doing? Verse 17, now kill all the boys and kill every woman who has slept with a man. It was, so it was the women who seduced the Israelites in the first place. And the army went and kept them alive. The Israelites thought that it was the men who were the threat. And they eliminated the men, but the threat was the women too. And then they had to kill all the boys because the boys, of course, were going to grow up to avenge the death of their fathers. All right, now check this out. The Israelites, they didn't kill all the Midianites. They didn't. Because in Judges 6, later we find out the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord gave them into the hand of Midian for seven years. This was later. And the hand of Midian overpowered Israel. And because of Midian, the people of Israel made for themselves the dens that are in the mountains and the caves of the strongholds. For whenever the Israelites planted crops, check this out. Whenever the Israelites planted crops, the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east would come up against them. They would encamp against them and devour the produce of the land as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance in Israel and no sheep or ox or donkey for they would come up with their livestock and their tents. They would come like locusts in number. Both they and their camels could not be counted. So they laid waste to the land as they came in and Israel was brought very low because of Midian and the people of Israel cried out for help to the Lord. Wow. So they didn't kill the Midianites and then you're there later. So we could talk for days and days and days about the battles in the Bible, but there's this thought that we would never have another world war. Of course we will. I suppose I appreciate the idealism, but let's be realists. 
All right, so let's make this point. We'll end the show on this point. Exodus 20:13. You shall not murder. People have translated that in their brains as you shall not kill, but that's not it. You shall not murder. Romans 12:19. Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says God. So think, well, okay. Well, if the Bible says don't kill, it doesn't, it says don't murder. And the Bible says vengeance is mine, I will repay it. That means we shouldn't cease fire. We need a ceasefire. Those are referring to personal vengeance, personal vengeance. You yourself do not engage in personal vengeance against someone. But Numbers 35, 33, check this out. Do not pollute the land where you are. Bloodshed pollutes the land. An atonement cannot be made for the land on which the blood has been shed, except by the blood of the one who shed it. Do not defile the land where you live and where I dwell, for I, the Lord, dwell among the Israelites. So don't commit murder and don't seek personal vengeance. But when someone pollutes the land with blood, like when they come and attack you, it's polluted until the person who shed the blood has his blood shed. This is Ronald B. Allen, one of the Bible commentaries. With all the attention we rightly give to issues of ecology and pollution in our own day, There's an act of pollution that far transcends the trashing of rivers, the killing of lakes, or the felling of forests, and the spilling of oil. It's the abuse of persons. The worst abuse of all is is wrongful death. God will not draw near land where blood is the polluting agent. So far from don't retaliate, as real scriptures suggest here perhaps, you must. And not let the land be polluted with the blood of innocent people who were murdered. Ooh. I'll leave you with that thought this morning. That's Numbers 3533. MikeSlater.locals.com Transcript commercial free night before MikeSlater.locals.com